morning and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. And happy Halloween. Yes, happy Halloween to you as well. You have your Halloween tie on and <sighs> shoot. Well, there's still uh, three days till Halloween, so. I've got some time. I've got a Halloween party tomorrow night. And really? Then, yeah. Is that okay? I'm anxious to find out what you'll be dressed as. I'm going to dress up as a doctor. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I'll dress up. I oh, am. did you get that um, doctor outfit from the pick center? No, uh, Dr. Brian Kim gave me one. Oh. Yeah, so I'll probably wear his outfit. Nice. Yeah. I'll have a couple of ideas for you a little bit uh, later. 51 degrees right now in Jackson. Much better than yesterday. It's 10 degrees warmer, and it'll be 10 degrees warmer later today. A high of 60 degrees, 10% chance of showers late in the afternoon. So it should be a nice day for the uh, downtown Jackson witch hunt. Have you heard about this? I have. I think it's, it's a women-only event, it feels, <laughs> feels like to me. I think so. it is. Yeah, uh, well, it's like the sip and shop thing. You know what men could do? They could drive. They could drive and drop. They can While the women sip and shop, the men can drive drink, and drop. Drink and Drink and drive. drop. Drink, drink and drop. Drink and sit. Drink and post. <laughs> <laughs> so come on downtown, uh, shop, um, have dinner, have drinks, uh, walk around. Great weather for this. And after it's over at 8 o'clock, everyone goes to Grand River Brewery, and they're going to draw for this giant prize. It should be exciting, and we have more retail down here than we've had possibly since the, what, 70s? Yeah, people are coming to Jackson, downtown to shop uh, lately. Yeah, it's, it's cool to see. It's hard to get a parking spot, which I love. Yep. I love that down here. So, um, And there'll probably be some good sales today, I would assume, too. Already people are making um, deals. <laughs> Our uh, COVID numbers, we want to give you a little bit of information on that because yesterday in Jackson, we had five new deaths reported, mm. and that's the most single-day increase in number of deaths in Jackson County since the pandemic began. Yeah, as you know, I was at the hospital for the um, art unveiling event, and I was able to talk to a few doctors while I was there, and they did say, oh, things are not great because the... The numbers are up, you know, and people are in the hospital. Just a few floors up from where we have the conversation, so it is real, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, again, it's, it affects everything. It affects the community, it affects uh, the hospital, the staff, and everything. And the majority of people are not vaccinated, and that's just, that's just the way it is. Yeah, the COVID patients, 32 of them uh, right now, are uh, isolated in the tower at the hospital hmm. and statewide we've had um, for the first two weeks of October a decline. Numbers are going back up. Uh, the number of deaths back up. We are averaging about 40 deaths a day statewide and we've not seen numbers like that since last May. And we've got health officials uh, throughout the state that are uh, upset at uh, state leadership. Uh, they're blaming Governor Whitmer, Elizabeth Hertel, director of MDHHS, and the leadership of both uh, the House and the Senate, who have in recent months maintained a very low profile, hands-off approach to dealing with the pandemic. And Carrie Ott from the Luce Mackinac Alger Schoolcraft District Health Department says, a factor in the current surge is, quote, honestly, the lack of leadership in the state, according to uh, MLive. And the Michigan Association for Local Public Health sent uh, two letters to Elizabeth Hertel last month 
and they said that you shared with us your belief that local residents would more readily accept local control. We confidently report this has not worked as planned. And we've talked about this. The governor has been silent and absent uh, as well as the legislature when it comes to the pandemic. Yeah, no one wants to deal with it. Well, tough, you're the politician, you got voted into office. Mm -hmm. Of course, you don't wanna hear, the, hear it and hear the complaints and, and do the work, but you can't go out in front of the state five times a week for a year and then just pull the plug on all of your communication. It makes no sense, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you. It, the buck has been passed, but you're still the leader of the state, so. Right. Well, this week. It's, weird. We, it's we just got, weird. Yesterday, we got a press release from the governor, and I thought, oh, maybe she's going to say something about the pandemic. No, she declared it's rivalry week here in Michigan. Fair enough. Yeah. Now, I'm wondering if the, uh, the professional signers lost their jobs, you know, that she had the sign language folks. Oh, yeah. I mean, because they were busy working full time <laughs> and, uh, you what know, I hope now? they're being taken care of. Um, or maybe they went and got another job because there was a pay raise in another state <laughs> and they don't have that. And that's why they're not doing the press conferences anymore. And if that sounds stupid, it's because it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, what other reason? We, the governor's office was asked, uh, Bobby Letty, the governor's spokesperson said, oh no, we're, we're doing the, we're running the pandemic. Where have you been? Well, that's not exactly right, Bobby. <laughs> so, oh, we've got a new family member, Andy. Really? That's why you were at the hospital. No, that wasn't. Mm -mm. You went to the hospital for the tater tot casserole. For the tater tot casserole. Here is uh, the newest addition into our family. There's dad, Joe, with baby Quinn Matthew Holly. Mm. Very born, nice. Uh, when was he born? Uh, Tuesday? Tuesday or something? The 26th. 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 Yeah, October 26th. Seven pounds, seven ounces. That's right. That is right. So, yeah, a very beautiful boy. Nice boy. Yeah. And you've got to see him? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. That's great. I know you got to see him too. I did. Yeah. I did. I did see him. Yep. Very exciting. Congratulations to uh, Joe and Katie and James. James very, is very excited. Big uh, brother. Big brother, yeah. yeah. Um, I was thinking about how cool it's going to be for him to play sports in front of his new little brother, and uh, he's going to really enjoy that. So, um, yeah, we're excited. Anytime you have an addition to the family, it's, it's good. It's good stuff, so we're happy. Yeah. Uh, booster shots, you can start getting them today at the Jackson County Health Department. They are now offering uh, the Moderna, Pfizer, and JSA uh, boosters at the Jackson County Health Department during normal immunization hours. And those are 8 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. and 1 to 4 p.m. Just walk in. And I talked to somebody who just walked in the other day, and they uh, said there was about a 15-minute wait. Oh, that's not bad. No. That's not bad at yeah. all. And also tomorrow, uh, Brown's Advanced Care, in uh, cooperation with the Health Department and Napoleon Township Fire Department, having a drive-through booster clinic for both Pfizer and Moderna, and you can sign up. They're doing these by appointments, but it's really easy to sign up. Go to the Browns Advanced Care Facebook page and uh, click on the link to the uh, Sign Up Genius. And then you can uh, get your booster tomorrow. And you can choose Pfizer or Moderna. It's up to you. And they'll, and they'll also be an opportunity to uh, do flu shots with uh, mm -hmm. Browns and Region 2. They'll be doing that uh, on Monday. So 
check out our website for information on that. Let's uh, break it up and do some Halloween stuff. Okay. All right, I got some Halloween facts mm -hmm. for uh, this year. We've talked about some of them. Uh, the 10 billion projected in spending, which crazy. is crazy. Yeah. The 3.3 billion costumes, 3.3 billion costumes, 3.3 billion in candy. And these are kind of the fun ones here. 31% of parents think 13 or 14 is old enough to trick or treat alone, mm -hmm. probably. Yeah. It used to be. 66% mm -hmm. uh, of Americans plan to hand out candy to, Two out of three. to trick or treaters. 79. Brandon, are you? We're never home. We're They're never home. Do you leave a bowl out? No. No. We've done that before, and the bowl ends up gone. 79% um, of parents admit to stealing candy from their children. It's 100%. probably 100%. The average retail price of a pumpkin is up 38% from last year. It is 525 How much does a pumpkin cost? I thought they were more than 525 I usually pay like 8 <laughs> Um, annual revenue from ticket sales for haunted attractions, $300 million. And then my favorite, uh, direct property damage caused by <laughs> Halloween house fires each year, $11 million. Wow. Yeah. Be careful. Be careful, insurance companies. They're busy this time of year. Yeah. <laughs> I People thought do. it was going to be vandalism. I, I, that's where I thought you were going with that. Yeah. Um, Halloween uh, decorations are crazy. I, I haven't seen um, really any real crazy ones in Jackson, but in Tennessee, um, this decoration was responsible oh, dear for Lord. the Greene County Sheriff's Department <laughs> to issue an alert. Attention, everyone, if you are driving on Chucky Pike in Greene County and you see this, this is a Halloween decoration. Please stop calling 911 reporting a dead body. They were inundated with phone calls. Do we still have our mannequin <laughs> from when we did the, oh, that's right. the scarecrow? Yeah. Brandon, your house would be perfect for this. <laughs> yeah. It would be great. Could we do that? Yeah. That would be funny. <laughs> the police would be outside of his home in five seconds. I've got a couple of uh, Halloween costume ideas for you. You're going to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. um, we've got. Um, couple of homemade um, costumes, which I thought were um, pretty cool. Get this? Ice Ice Baby. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Isn't that neat. Um, uh, I don't know. You know, uh, those people like punch those people in the face. Richard Simmons, this is an easy one you can just do. Uh, you've got the uh, items at home. You yeah, can Noah was saying that this might be not politically correct anymore to uh, wear this as a costume. And I, I quite agree. What's I not? Don't think those it's shorts are too long. They're too long. Yeah. yeah. He wears it much shorter than that. Yeah. All right. One more. One more, maybe. Um, get get this one. I don't know what this. Fifty is. Shades of Gray. Oh, oh my the gosh. The top costumes. Uh, it's That's amazing. good. Yeah, that is good. Uh, Google um, is tracking the top costumes in the country, and this kind of surprised me. Um, this is the most. Uh, common costume nationally, the witch. It's <coughs> witches because it's the easiest. It is, but regionally, the state of Michigan, um, clown. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Cheerleader. I, I was, again, I was sharing with our, uh, our friends and our staff that I'm pretty sure that me and some friends in like fifth or sixth grade went dressed up as cheerleaders. Yes, we have a picture, I think. No, but I don't think you could do that anymore. That wouldn't be politically correct either. Yeah, so I don't think <clears> you'll <throat> see too much of that. 
It was fine when we did it. Everyone thought it was cute. Yeah. So. Those were the days. Those were the days. Yeah, yeah. Halloween's past. So. Mm. Hey, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of Kobe Bryant. There's some interesting news out of LA. LA County um, is going to be having to pay a few families quite a bit of money for some of those accident scene photos that some of the first responders from LA County sheriffs took mm -hmm. and then sent out. So 1.25 million is going to two of the families and then Kobe Bryant's uh, wife Vanessa's case will still be in court, but just, just not good situation there. Terrible. Yeah, and I think we're gonna be seeing, and there have been some um, photos released from the Rust uh, movie set. That the, thing has uh, kind of taken on, and that's this is going to be one of the big stories throughout the end of the year and maybe yeah. going forward as major news networks are jumping all over it. Um, the latest is that some of the staff was casual in a, a Nicolas Cage movie that the same people were around producing and handling. The I believe the assistant director has admitted to not fully checking the weapon. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, just a tough situation, but yeah. it's not this story's not going to stop for a while. No. Uh, and something else that might not stop for a while. Is it real or not? Andy, we're going to test your, uh, your acumen when it comes to discerning whether a product is real or not. Hmm. And today we have a selection of uh, items, and I think we even have some Halloween-themed real or not items. <sighs> so, first up. <laughs> Sriracha Pop-Tarts, hmm. is it real or not? Not real. Correct, not real. Pop-Tarts in the news this week twice. Yep. Yeah, uh, you know what? Mm. Pop-Tarts are a popular uh, donation item at the gas station counter. Have you noticed that? No. You go to a lot of gas stations, would you like to donate a Pop-Tart to so-and-so? Oh, I never said that. Well, you gotta start going to gas stations more <laughs> often. Brandon knows what I'm talking about. All right, here's a Halloween-themed, uh, fall-themed uh, item. Bud Light Seltzer Pumpkin Spice. Real or not? Did This is real because didn't you show this already? Is it real? I didn't show it already. Okay, this is real. It is real. Yeah, this yeah. is good. But it probably hard to find. Yeah, it's been very popular. Uh, selection of fall flavors from Anheuser-Busch. I'm six for my last six, so these might have to start yeah. getting a little tougher. Slim Jim, coming out with a spreadable meat preserves Slim Jam. Mm. Tabasco. Habanero there. Yeah. Oh, that looks real to me. Real? Yeah. Not real. Oh. <laughs> you broke your string. You broke your streak. Nope, not real, but it's a good idea. You got one more for me? Yeah. All right, how about Mountain Dew? <laughs> Snack pack, Hunt's Pudding, Mountain Dew, flavor. Do you go to Dollar General and take all these pictures? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, that's real. I use that to uh, mix my medicine in to get it down my throat. Not real. Nope. Sorry. Not real. Oh, that's crazy. It's a good, another good idea. I all right. Another Mountain Dew product. <laughs> Ginger, gingerbread snapped Mountain Dew flavor. Artificial gingerbread flavor. Fake. Not. It, it's not real. It is real. Really? It wow. is real. Yep. Mountain wow. Dew flavored, gingerbread flavored Mountain Dew. It's real and it's available in limited uh, quantities. Very popular. No gingerbread men were harmed in the making of this product. All right. Uh, another uh, <laughs> seasonal favorite, Cup of Noodles Pumpkin 
spice flavor with other natural flavors. Hmm. I don't trust the packaging on that particular piece. I'll say fake. It is real. Jeez. <laughs> yes. Pumpkin spice uh, ramen noodles. You can get them. Huh. All well, right. How about that? I think we might have, uh, do we have any more? Oh, yes, one more. Tropicana toothpaste. Oh, as Or we... <laughs> orange juice flavored toothpaste. Oh, my goodness. As everyone knows, if you brush your teeth after you have orange juice, it's the worst thing in the world. So yep. this is definitely fake. It is definitely real. Oh. And Why? the chemical in toothpaste has been neutralized in Tropicana toothpaste that renders the taste of orange juice horrible after you brush your teeth. So it is designed so that you can enjoy brushing your teeth and a glass of orange juice. And yes. this is real. That's disgusting. Yeah. Let's get into some uh, high school sports, our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our friends at Extreme. We've got uh, just a little bit today for you. Volleyball, the Concord Tri-Meet Yellow Jackets defeat, defeated Vandercook Lake 25-15 and 25-10, but lost to Coldwater uh, a couple times to nothing. And that is volleyball. Over in swimming, Ann Arbor Skyline, they defeated Jackson 128-58. Eva Curtis finished second in the 100-yard butterfly for Jackson. And Lydia Hawkins was second for the Vikings in the diving competition. I'm looking forward to getting over there to uh, check out one of these swim meets. These are, these are cool. Awesome pool. Very cool, yeah. So there's, there's a score from swimming. And uh, check out our website if you'd like to see some LCAA football conference honors and LCAA soccer honors. We have a complete list of those teams uh, from Jeff Steers on our website at jtv.tv and uh, tomorrow we'll be bringing you live from Jonesville, Michigan. We'll have Michigan Center at Jonesville. That will be live on TV only. There will not be a live stream of that. It will just be on JTV. What do you have to go through to get uh, to be able to do live football on uh, playoffs on JTV? Well, I wish it was just hoops, but um, we're lucky to be able to do this one because the rules and regulations are just insane from the MHSAA. It's tough. Um, costs us a lot of money to do this, do these games. And uh, but hundreds, yeah, we're excited. Hundreds. Um, well, I'll give you an example. Um, we have to pay the MHSAA to do the Jonesville. Uh, Michigan Center game, roughly the cost of a Louis Vuitton purse. Mm. So that's kind of the way it goes. So yeah, but we're happy to be able to bring you that game. Um, but what stinks is with this these Pixelot systems that the MHSAA is encouraging all of the high schools to get. It's also giving these school or giving the 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 Pixelot company, which is the NFHS, which is a business, it's not a high school federation. They're, I believe they're giving exclusive rights hmm. to, to those. Like for example, because Lumen Christie has a Pixelot, which is great, you know, um, the MHSAA says in their contracts that all playoff rights, video, whether live, tape, delayed, or whatever, belong to NFHS because that's the con that's the way the contracts were, mm. were signed. And so there's a bunch of, again, stuff that uh, we have to try and go through, a lot of legwork and things like that. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, it's nutty. But again, we're going to do whatever we can to bring high school uh, sports to Jackson, and that's just the way it is. So that's an out-of-state company, NFHS? Yeah, yes. and they work with other uh, federations. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tricky, it's a sticky situation. Stinky. Sticky. Sticky. Who's on the show today? Today we have Dr. Matthew Badke from Jackson College, and we also have a great chamber connection. We are going to be highlighting Jack 60, so stick around for that. The Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and Cack supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. I'm George Pearson with Howard Hammond Real Estate. If you are looking to buy or sell commercial, industrial, vacant land, or residential property, please call me at 517-740-8910. At Consumers Energy, we believe change is imagining. Change is big, small, clean. Him, them, us, you. Together, we can bring clean energy to Michigan and protect the environment for generations to come. Learn about your clean energy choices and how you can become a force of change. ConsumersEnergy.com slash change. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Roseville, Lenaway, and Allen counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. Our job of the day today is from Michigan Department of Corrections. They are hiring. We spoke with uh, folks at MDOC yesterday, and they have openings uh, literally in every area without, within the uh, system here in Jackson. They've got uh, great opportunities. You can get dedicated to success. You can have a career, a great career at MDOC. Corrections officers, RNs, mental health professionals, food service, administration, teachers, Get all the details at governmentjobs.com slash careers slash Michigan slash MDOC. Our job of the day from MDOC. Our uh, first guest on the show today is 
the science chair at Jackson College, Dr. Matthew Badke. Hi, Matt. Welcome back. Thank you. Great to be here again. Happy Halloween. That's right. Matthew has little ones. Have they got their uh, Halloween costumes all planned? Oh, yes. This has been a big topic the last couple <laughs> weeks. So my four-year-old is uh, going to be a, a big green shaggy monster okay. with multiple eyes. And uh, my daughter is a queen. So she has her crown and her uh, nice dress and looking very formal and very fancy. So they're both very excited. Nice. Yep. Now, what uh, what... Do the bad key uh, parents like to steal from the candy bag mm. from the kids? Well, my wife likes dark chocolate, so I think anything with dark chocolate. And um, let's see, I'm I'm a fan of uh, Twizzlers, any sort of licorice. I'm a big fan of. So those are usually you know a few less of those at the end of the night. Yeah, yeah. there's yep. not much dark chocolate in the kids' bag because kids. Typically right. don't like the dark chocolate. Yeah, they typically don't. That's true. So That's slim true. pickings for Mrs. Beck. That's true. Milky Way dark. <laughs> if you can find one of those, you'll be in business. Yep. Yep. Uh, this week, uh, the um, boosters um, being made available um, mm. widely, and I think the last time we were here, we were talking about mix and match, and now it mm. seems like, hey, go for it. Yeah, I think uh, the CDC was a little slow on, on finalizing those recommendations, but I think now they have said, yes, it's fine. If you've gotten one of the other ones and you want to get a different uh, booster, that's really not a problem. And actually, the data suggests that it's actually better if you get a slightly different vaccine for your follow-up booster. Uh, there might actually be a little bit more protection, a little bit more immunity from that. So definitely not a bad idea at all. Um, and something that people should feel very comfortable that if you go to an appointment and they say this is what we have available, maybe that's a little bit different from what you got the first time, not a problem at all. Yep. So I'm getting my booster tomorrow and I, I, have the cho I, I got Moderna the first two times, so I have the choice tomorrow, Moderna or Pfizer. It sounds like it might be a, a wise idea to go Pfizer. He's tomorrow. gonna get the Moderna. Talk him into the <laughs> Pfizer. <laughs> You're gonna get. I don't. I, it really doesn't make a big difference yeah. either way. Um, I think that you can pretty much choose whatever you want. I mean, yeah. that's great that they have that. Those both of those available. Um, so I don't. I don't really think there's going to be much of a difference. But like I said, there's been a few studies that have suggested that having a slightly different one might. Be, there might be some slight benefits. But keep in mind the the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine are almost identical. Right. Yeah. The only difference is the Moderna's got a little bit more antigen in it, uh, but otherwise they're very, very similar. I'm gonna flip a coin. I don't think, I don't think you will. <laughs> now, uh, kids, obviously, we're waiting on the yes. CDC approval. Um, it's been approved by the FDA. What, what happens? What does the CDC right. do? So the way that this works is the, the, there's an advisory panel that meets and reviews all the data, and that is what took place um, over the last couple weeks, and then they had their meeting, I think last week, Tuesday, um, and they looked at all the data and said, everything looks good, the efficacy rate's greater than 90%, very few side effects, uh, similar to what's been seen in the older kids and the adults, um, so no, no additional red flags there. Uh, so that advisory committee then sends that recommendation to the FDA. They don't always follow that recommendation, but most of the time they do. Um, and it looks like they have gone with that recommendation. Then that goes to the CDC, and the CDC's role is to actually think about 
the implementation and the rollout of how do we actually deliver this, how is it going to be available, and so that's kind of the next step we're waiting on is that final step of saying, okay, yep, it's out there, it's available, here's how we're going to do it, here's when you can get it, and it's going to be very similar. It's going to be a two-shot sequence mm -hmm. uh, spaced out by about three weeks. Um, and a lot of uh, states and a lot of schools are being very proactive about it. So I know in our school district, we already got a, an email from the schools just saying, hey, we're just curious if people are interested in setting up a clinic. You know, would you want to participate in that? So I think we're starting to you know, kind of get ready for that. I know the U.S. has said they basically have already secured all the mm -hmm. doses that they would need to vaccinate kids. So we have them. It's just going to be an issue of getting them rolled out, getting clinics scheduled. And I think that within a couple of weeks, I think we're going to start seeing uh, that opportunity available for kids 5 to 11. If you look at a, a market like Jackson, and do you anticipate probably a similar uh, way to get the vaccine as adults were able to, to get the vaccine? I mean, I'm we're not going to have a, as quite of a mad rush as we did once the vaccine became available for adults. Right. I don't think so. I think polls have suggested somewhere around 50 to 70 percent of adults are probably going to be interested in getting their kids vaccinated. But there's certainly some that are very similar to when the other age groups have rolled out. People have sort of taken a wait and see approach of, well, you know, I want to wait a little bit and mm -hmm. see. Um, and so I don't think we will have the same sort of mad dash that we did before. Um, I think you're going to see school clinics um, that was very successful for the slightly older kids. Um, and then obviously all the same uh, places that people can go to get the shots as an adult. It'll probably be available for kids as well. Yeah, people, people tend to freak out when they hear school clinics, but it's a clinic at the sc at school. It wouldn't be a mandatory come in and, and get your get your shot, at least in school districts that I've talked to. So De Definitely an optional right. thing with, parents, you know, with, right. with parents there and everything, right? How much do you think this can change the trajectory of the pandemic, getting kids, say 50% of kids, 5 to 11 vaccinated? Well, I mean, I, th I think that, um, again, some of, the, some of the pushback you hear is that people say, well, you know, kids rarely uh, get serious illness with COVID-19, and that's absolutely true that they do rarely. But, uh, you know, rare or not, some kids still do get really sick with it. Um, and kids uh, do have long-ranging, so-called long COVID symptoms, very similar to what some adults get, where it tends to last on and on for months and months and doesn't really get much better very quickly. Um, and the other thing I would say is that even if kids are not very likely to get sick, they still have the ability to spread it, very similar to adults. And so, you know, I think we just heard this last week, there's now dozens of different outbreaks uh, being reported every week at different schools. And, you know, those kids are obviously going home and able to spread that to potentially uh, elderly grandparents or people like that, that, that would be more likely to get severely ill. So. I think it will make a difference. I think everything makes a difference. Um, if you can cut down on the number of people that have the illness, you're going to cut down on transmission and cut down on the likelihood that somebody that is susceptible to severe illness will get it. More with Dr. Badke after this. We're going to find out if kids need to get tested before they get their first vaccine.
With proper alignment, your vehicle's tires can last a lot longer. At GeForce Automotive, we perform a comprehensive front-end inspection and perform a complete alignment on your car, truck, or SUV. We'll keep you driving straight down the road. At GeForce Automotive, we make friends one car repair at a time. The Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Like a Bringing hope to your despair In your darkest hour Right away Red Cross is there To honor the words we've said And the cross we wear is red. Are you thinking about retiring? The decisions you make during that time are crucial. I am Brian Smith with Summit Wealth Advisors, and with over 20 years of experience, I can help you through each step and make this difficult transition easier to understand. At Concord Community Schools, we passionately believe in our students. That's why we challenge our kids to take risks and encourage them to stick with it. Thanks to this commitment, Concord Schools has the highest percentage of graduates enrolled in college in Jackson County. Concord's high school robotic team has qualified for the first world championships two years in a row, as well as 19 athletic state championships. We strive to give our kids ownership of their learning by providing them with challenging learning experiences and technology for each student. Call our district office at 517-524-8850 or visit our website at concordschools.net. Welcome back to the morning show. We're with Dr. Matthew Badke, who is the science chair at Jackson College and also a virologist. So with kids getting the vaccine, um, do they need to be tested ahead of time to see if they're they ha have COVID or not before they get vaccinated? No, they don't. Um, it, there is some, some new research that uh, has been looking at this idea of so-called hybrid immunity. So when we have either kids or adults that have been infected, have had the illness, um, and then get vaccinated after that. So certainly there is a, a protective effect from being sick, getting infected, having the disease. There's a protective effect from the vaccination. Um, and it seems like the immune response after being sick and getting a single dose of the vaccine, um, it actually enhances the immune response pretty good. Um, but there's a question of the, whether a second dose is really needed in those folks that have had the illness or not. And so there's, uh, there's just you know, some, some chatter about, you know, do people actually need two doses? And, um, and I think that for the sake of uh, simplicity, I think right now the idea is, is just do two doses for, for kids, whether they've had it or not, same for adults, um, because I think it's just already the messaging is muddled at times and people are not exactly sure what they're supposed to do. And so I think if you tried to introduce a thing where you said, well, if you've been sick, mm -hmm. you only need one dose, but if you haven't, 
and then do, do people know necessarily if they've gotten sick, if they haven't been tested, and I think it's just would be a, very confusing for everybody. So um, they don't need to be tested. Um, if, even if you've had the illness, getting vaccinated will make your immune response even better and last even longer. So there's an additional protective effect from that. Um, and so I, no, no testing needed, and I think there's a benefit for everybody, whether you've been sick or not. Yeah, it's gonna be tricky uh, this year because every kid looks like they're sick anyways, right? Well, you know, they got flu, you got, got seasonal flu, allergies. Got, uh, yeah. Hand, foot, and mouth disease. <laughs> well, that thing is gross. Yes. Yes. Have your kids had that yet? My, my probably the sickest my daughter's yeah. ever been was with that hand yeah. foot mouth. It was awful. My, da was my awful daughter had that uh, when she was young. And yeah, she was is, really little. Yeah, it's. It sounds awful. It just yeah. it looks it looks awful as what she, it is. She was miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a relative to the uh, hoof and mouth disease that cows get? Uh, no, I think it's a different. Uh -huh. I think it's a different thing. That's good. <laughs> uh, treatments for uh, COVID, we're starting now to see, I think Merck has come out with a right. pill. Yeah, so Merck has a, Merck's uh, plan for vaccine sort of uh, failed and so they've switched gears and are, are focused on a treatment um, that would be a, a pill that you would take that uh, at least it's early days, but it looks like there is uh, some decent effectiveness. Um, and the interesting thing they announced last week that they are going to make the uh, formula and the how they make it and all that information available to uh, anybody, other countries around the world, um, to be able to produce their own uh, version of that, which is really great. That's been one problem with the vaccines is that the technologies and stuff that proprietary information has not been able to be shared and that's really led to a shortage in vaccines in many other countries and so um, I, I was glad to see that they were willing to do that that might really make a difference in many different parts of the world so I think yeah that's, that's commendable because uh, yeah. really it's been a problem I think uh, Pfizer has been called out for uh, some of the heavy-handed uh, right. negotiations they've had with other countries right Right, and, and I think the idea is that uh, the more you slow that down, the more we still have large regions of the world where vaccination rates, I mean, most of the places in Africa, your rates are less than 10% vaccination. And so with so many people that are still unvaccinated, you have more of that potential for another variant to come about. You know, the next one after Delta or whatever is coming in the future, there more people, more infections, more spread allows for those new variants to come about. So I think people are really hoping to get as many people globally vaccinated as well to be able to hopefully reduce the, the, those new variants coming out. If there's a pill, there's the fear that people will say, well, I, I, I won't get vaccinated. If I get COVID, I'll just take the pill. True, true. I think... Uh, the idea is that we try to have as many things available as we can uh, to try to throw at it, uh, to try to have the best possible response. Vaccination is still a good idea, um, even, even if we have other, you know, we have other bacterial diseases and things that maybe would be treatable with antibiotics, but we still get vaccinated against them because mm -hmm. you'd rather prevent it in the first place. There's 50 pills you can take for one headache, so. Yeah, I would really not have it. <laughs> Yeah, just yeah. rather not have it. I, yeah, think that's, I agree. That's that's that's, that's my philosophy as well. Mm -hmm. So, thanks for coming in. We mm -hmm. appreciate all the uh, new yep. info that today. Great, Great Dr. Matthew Badke, Science Chair, with us.
from Jackson College on the morning show. Stay tuned, the Chamber Connection is next. If you're looking for a personalized car buying experience, then visit the team at Auto Merchants. Buy, sell, and trade without the backroom haggling. You'll work with one person start to finish. Put our 30 years of financing experience to work finding your next ride. Do you love to dine out and try delicious food? Do you love board games? Now you can combine the two at Slice and Dice Board Game Pizzeria. We offer hundreds of games to choose from and play while you dine at no charge to you or your party. If you like a game you played, then check out our retail area and purchase a board game to take home and enjoy. But that's not all. We also have a full menu of amazing food including fresh salads, sandwiches on Asiago focaccia bread, boneless wings, cheese bread, pizza that you can get round or our signature Super Edge Detroit style up to 27 inches long, dine in and play or take out and bring a board game home with you. Order online at slice the letter n dicepizza.com. Slice and Dice Board Game Pizzeria, located at 1220 West Parnell Road, Suite B in Jackson. Minuteman Sewer and Drains, because no matter when it is, as always, Minuteman Sewer and Drain is there with same-day service 24-7, 365. Minuteman Sewer and Drain will be there on that day when you need them. Minutemansewer.com. Improving the air quality in your home isn't a luxury, it's improving your family's lives. Our staff do each job carefully, completely, and with great attention paid to you, the homeowner. We take care to leave each home better than we found it, and when you take your first breath after one of our cleanings, I'm sure you'll agree. We can help keep your home cleaner and your air safer by scheduling a cleaning today. Ducks, we're your indoor air professionals. A fun place to take your family and friends is the Jackson Candy and Fudge Factory. See. Hear. Smell. Taste. While you're here, pick up a gift to share. You always feel like a kid in a candy store at the Jackson Candy and Fudge Factory. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. With us now, it's time for the Chamber Connection. And we have from the Chamber of Commerce and Experience Jackson, we have Rachel Buchanan. And from Jack 60, Josh Solomon. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm absolutely wonderful. Thank you for having us on. Now, of course, now I saw you uh, at the Chamber outing. I left, with some, I left with some Jack 60 gear. You guys were awesome at that Chamber golf outing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Golfers and golfing and bowling go hand in hand. Actually, you would be surprised at how many golfers bowl and how many bowlers golf. I I am aware for sure. There's definitely uh, golf leagues turn into bowling leagues, but you've had a just an exciting year. Talk a little bit about what's going on at Jack Sixty. So you know we went through everything we went through in 2020, and we came out uh, smelling like a rose. It's been yeah. really awesome uh, for us at Jack Sixty to be able to provide the fun and entertainment that Jackson really needs, and uh, we've got some pretty exciting things coming up. Um, one of which is we are uh, blessed with the opportunity to host the first ever PBA national event. National, wow. Now, we've hosted the PBA senior tour, which yeah. is a national event. Uh, however, this year we're hosting the kids that are bowling on 
Fox every Sunday. Really? Yes, and we're guaranteed the top 50 in points, which means you're going to have the best of the best. EJ Tackett, Jesper Svensson, Cal Troop. Wow. A bunch of these guys that all these kids are looking up to, so it's going to be pretty yeah, exciting. Yeah, very cool. Uh, we, we were out at... Uh, the other PB, your most recent PBA event. Talk, uh, talk a little bit. About, look at there's Norm Duke, a legend, right? A legend. Legend. He didn't he win? Uh, yeah, and there's actually a really funny story that goes along with that. But the, the PBA 50 and 60 are are near and dear to our hearts. They're the guys that me and our owner David Small grew up watching on TV. Yeah. So it's it's all the friends that we had on Saturday afternoons yeah. coming through the TV, coming in live. So it's it's really cool. really cool. But uh, Norm did win. Um, and if you ever get on get the chance to go on YouTube and watch the actual uh, step ladder. Uh, he needs to throw a strike or spare in the 11th frame of the final match to beat Brad Angelo. And all of a sudden, you'll see him stop. Um, they didn't have sound turned all the way up, but you see him just dead stop. He pulls the ball back, and he goes back, and he resets. It's because somebody in the crowd sneezed. Really? Later on that night, I told Norm, it was me. Was it you? I was standing in the back of the crowd. <laughs> He's literally on the approach, and being a bowler, I'm like, oh, no. So I beeline it for the restroom that's directly behind me. <laughs> I dive into the bathroom. And I get behind the wall, and all of a sudden, I let out this roaring sneeze, and it echoed through the entire building. And I oh felt terrible. God. And Norm and I were laughing about it later, because he obviously did win. He's like, I was so ready. <laughs> I was so ready to throw a good shot, and I had to reset. He's like, man, yeah, that was, that was cool. That was also another funny moment. That's I, cool. I looked at him. I was like, man, Norm, I knew you were short. I didn't realize you were this short. I was just going to say I didn't realize he, he was that short. He three. The little um, fella. He was, yeah, and him and I poked fun a little bit at each other, but it was awesome to see a guy like that win. He had one in three years. Yeah, that's cool. So. Very cool, and, and big names coming to Jackson, and it's awesome to have that here uh, in town. But you guys, uh, it's, it's family friendly. It's not yeah. just professionals. What do you guys have going on for kids? Uh, right now, we have our youth leagues going on every Saturday morning. Okay. Uh, we have three really unique kind of things. So uh, Jackson has always been known for their YMC program. We call it the Youth Masters Competition. And that is for the high-end high school bowlers. In, they don't have to be high-end high school bowlers, but it's a scratch competition where there's no handicap. Okay. So you're, you're literally bowling your score against another bowler's score. Uh, that's been very successful for us and for the kids. It gets the kids really prepared for the high school season. And then we have now... Um, a good friend of ours at the center, Tracy Jar, is now running our um, youth uh, youth competition, which is just like the YMC, but it's not scratch. It's handicapped. So we give the kids an opportunity to compete against each other on an even playing field to get them ready for the YMC, which gets them ready for high school and then eventually college. And then we have still our traditional team mm -hmm. league. Um, there's not as many kids bowling in that because the kids really enjoy the competition. So yeah. we've still got some bumpers going and things like okay. that, but everybody's out there having fun and it's uh, it's growing again, which is really exciting. Rachel, you've got some little ones. Have you uh, have you yeah. taken them out for bowling yet? You know, not yet, but now I feel like I need to. It, it sounds really fun. And it's not just bowling. I mean, talk about the environment and all the things you have for kids there. So, one thing, and and I'll tell a quick little quip about about me. I'm originally from Youngstown, Ohio, and we got hit super hard in the 80s when the steel industry left. Mm -hmm. And when I moved to Jackson, I kind of was like, man, this is a lot like Youngstown. I looked around and I told my wife, I was like, babe, I think I'm home. And Jackson has become that. So I feel like I need to do the thing I always wanted to do in Youngstown, which is I want to bring some energy. And that's what Jack 60 is trying to do. We're trying to energize the city by bringing fun so people don't have to go anywhere else. They can stay here. We have so mm -hmm. many great, amazing places to go have fun. And Jack 60 is one of them. We have our arcade. We have 35 brand new arcade games really? we just put into. We put oh, them in wow. 20, the fall before uh, 2020. We put in all these new arcade games. Uh, so we have all that new stuff. We have plans to expand the arcade and move it. Uh, we have some other very exciting plans that I'm not at liberty to discuss, but we're planning on revamping the whole building. Really? Nice. We're going to make some big changes. Awesome. I'm excited. 
Now, you also do parties for adults and birthday parties. Talk a little bit about, you know, you can you can rent, you can rent space, you guys have a restaurant. Yeah, so uh, our bar restaurant isn't the largest in the world right now, but that's one of the things we're looking on expanding yeah. eventually. Um, but what we do have is we have a full service menu now. It's not just pizza. Uh, we have wings and salads and things like that. And our party packages all include pizza of some sort. Right. Um, the adult unlimited package includes pizza, wings, beer or soda. Um, for cool. a, a very, a very inexpensive price. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a great thing. And then you can just rent lanes. Um, we unfortunately don't have a true space to rent the space that we did have. Um, I don't know if anybody out there really knows this, but uh, that's the Spring Arbor Collegiate Bowling locker room. Oh, I didn't know that they you guys had a locker room in there for we SAU now. SAU um, took it upon themselves, came to us, said, "Can we rent some space from you?" And nice. I said, "You know what? I bowled in college. I love taking care of that kind of stuff." I was like, "Yeah." So we talked it over with the owner, and we came up on a number and. They have the most gorgeous locker room. Cool. You don't find it very often in, in collegiate bowling where they have a locker room like like we have for them there. And it's it's really exciting to see the kids come in and their program just increased to like 46 total bowlers this year, which is amazing. Yeah, you think about where we were at 10 years ago, even at the high school level, you went from almost one or two bowling teams to now. Uh, you, you have to have it, and it's mm -hmm. very, very popular. And, so. Yeah, and we're hosting, we host seven schools at Jack 60. That's awesome. And we, we have one that comes over part-time. Um, that will practice at our center because they do bowl a ton of matches there. So, so the holidays are coming up. You're going to have some kids that are off school, maybe with some free time. Probably mm -hmm. have, uh, probably want to get over to Jack 60 with mom and dad. Any uh, anything going on for the holidays? So uh, we'll run some promotions here and there. Uh, we usually stock the arcade redemption room with some specialty prizes, some some bigger things, some you know some big ticket items, as it were, uh, to to get the kids in there wanting to play and stuff. But. Uh, we don't have anything on tap just yet for the yeah. holiday promotions. We are uh, letting people know that they can call and book their holiday parties for their businesses, though. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a pretty big deal for a lot of people. Um, and truth be told, uh, we actually were nominated, shameless plug, guys. Uh, we, we were nominated for uh, team building through the Jackson uh, Magazine. Nice. So nice. we've been nominated as one of the best team building locations in Jackson. Um, go ahead and vote for us. That's awesome. You know who was great at team building is the Chamber and Experience Jackson. I think you guys need to get down there yeah. and do a little bowling competition. I think so. I'm going to have to test those skills. I know that it's one of those things where when I jump into something I haven't done in a while, I usually crush it. So <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. So it's what's on. your average? Oof. Uh, so this year I'm averaging right around 229, 230. That's great. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I don't know what I average because I every time I'm I go I'm with kids so I I don't I need to you know but that's the thing you don't need to worry fun. about your average I want you to come in and have fun yeah we absolutely. have a, we have so many great league bowlers and so many amazing leagues and I I love my league bowlers I really do um, they they really appreciate what we've done and I I can't thank them enough for that but. I like seeing you guys come in and have fun. I was telling that we just started two brand new leagues this past week. We have a rum punch social on Tuesdays and brew and bowl on Wednesdays. And I literally told them the only, their only job is to have fun. Yeah. Because that's the part of I sometimes forget as a bowler. I forget that bowling was fun at one point for me. And that's yeah. why I love it so much. So, you know, it's kind of nice to see the kids and families in there. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited to get out there. It's, uh, it's great. It's a great space. Um, the arcade games are becoming so popular. Do you have an iPhone snuck in there that someone can win? <laughs> Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Yeah. We, do, we do have some, some uh, Beats headphones oh and some uh, Fire tablets and things nice. like that. But, uh, I'm notorious for no iPhones yet. sticking way too much money in those to try and get it, but it's fun. It is fun. It's a lot of it fun. It is fun. It is fun. Actually, it's funny enough you say that. I have two women who come in and they start coming in about this time of year, yeah. and they will save their tickets up all year long and then go into my redemption room and buy their Christmas gifts. Really? And they said, yeah, they're like, we're gonna spend about the same amount of money on stuff anyway. Uh -huh. Why don't we just come into your, why don't we just do this? Cause that way we can have fun. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Now for the uh, bowler who wants uh, equipment and things like that, can you guys handle that? We absolutely can. Uh, we don't actually own the pro shop in there, but Andy Schneebelt mm -hmm. has been in that pro shop for over 20 years. He is bar none one of the best ball drillers in the Midwest, and he's probably one of the top five coaches in the country. So not only can you go get a ball drilled and get something that's going to fit your hand and be complementary to your style, but we also have the coaching resources to teach you how to be a better bowler. So if you come in and you want to have fun and you want to get a ball drilled so you don't hurt your hand, great. If you want to be better, just call Andy and he'll set you up with a lesson. Awesome. Hey, thanks for all the information today. Oh, you're welcome. We, uh, we hope to see you uh, over the holidays, and I encourage everyone to uh, do a little team-building bowling activity over at Jack 60 and stay for dinner. Josh Solomon and Rachel Buchanan from the Chamber Connection. We'll be right back after this break. Hi, this is Superintendent Steve Doerr inviting you to be a part of the East Jackson family. At East Jackson, we're leading the way in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. We offer one of the area's best robotics teams, as well as a diverse array of arts and music programming. At the high school level, we're excited to launch the Jackson County Early College. New classroom technology helps our curriculum come alive, and our staff ensures a safe and welcoming environment for your child. Great things are happening at East Jackson Community Schools. To learn more, visit our website, eastjacksonschools.org. At Cochran Electric Company, we go to great lengths to deliver the best residential electrician and commercial electrician services in the area. With over 90 years of service in the Jackson area, we at Cochrane Electric Company have established our business as a local leader in the electrician contracting industry. Get the facts about the COVID-19 vaccine. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective and provide our best hope of ending the pandemic and returning to normal. The Walk-In Clinic at Center for Family Health is providing vaccines Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. No appointment is necessary. Don't delay. Stop in today. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to health care for all in Jackson County for 30 years. Asthma Allergy Centers can help you breathe freely. Since 1980, our board-certified specialists have provided testing and treatment for a wide variety of asthma and allergy-related conditions, including immunodeficiencies and skin problems. No referrals are necessary, and we accept any insurance or no insurance. You can even use our mobile app to check in and pay. Come see us at our Jackson office or one of our multiple offices in Southwest Michigan. I noticed that um, APHW was a Christian company, and I was excited about that. I like working at America's Preferred Home Warranty because of the atmosphere. It's like a second family to me. When you walk in through the door, it's an overall great environment to come into every single day. I don't know of an employee that I have worked for that I uh, believe more in. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Kentucky, not just known for the Wildcats basketball team, but they've got a school and a little bit of heat in Hazard, Kentucky. There were lap dances in a man pageant at a Kentucky school's homecoming, and that has led to disciplinary actions. Wow. Um, Appropriate disciplinary action has take, been taken after photos surfaced showing students giving lap dances to staff and wearing scant clothing Tuesday as part of Hazard High's homecoming festivities. Students and staff took part in a man pageant and costume day. Uh, 
Hazard, what are you doing? Oh my, this is a high school? This is a high school in Kentucky, and um, we're not sure what's going on there, but uh, not very good. So, um, could you imagine if something like that happened around here? Oh my gosh. Well, it wouldn't happen because this isn't Kentucky. That's for sure. Um, in animal news, uh, folks are trying to figure out what to do with Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos because Why? they are multiplying. Yes, his cocaine hippos. Um, you know, they can like drug mules. Yeah, they can legally be recognized as people. A U.S. court has found so the offspring of hippos once owned by Colombian drug kingpin Pablo Escobar can be recognized as people or interested persons with legal rights in the U.S. So the case involves a lawsuit against the Colombian government over whether to kill or sterilize the hippos, whose numbers are growing at a fast pace, and they pose a threat to. Uh, Brandon, you're very concerned about this. Biodiversity. Where are these hippos? Uh, I don't know. Are they in Mexico? I, they're, they're in, in Colombia. Colombia. Where Escobar, he's in prison, isn't he? He's dead. He's dead. Oh. Haven't you seen any of the 600 Netflix docu <laughs> documentaries on that? No, I guess not. Anyways, hippos oh, Pablo, are very dangerous. Pablo Escobar. What did I say? I, I thought you said Mrs. Escobar. No, good I, save, good save. I said Pablo. <laughs> okay. So yeah, hippos. So I don't know. That's kind of what's happening right now. In uh, sports news, the uh, World Series is uh, all evened up. Did you watch any of that game? No, last because night? I refuse to watch anything involving the Houston Astros. They shouldn't even be in Major League Baseball. I can't even believe they're playing right now. Well, they, they, had a good cheat? Game. they cheat. They cheat. They cheat, and then Maybe all this. They're cheat, and then they're back in it. That's sports. And in high, and here in Michigan, a six and three team can't make the playoffs in football, That's but a terrible. three and six can. It's just crazy. It's terrible. What's wrong with the MHSA? Well, it's not. It's it's not what's wrong with the. It's the rule, and um, it's going to force people to uh, schedule tougher opponents. It's hard. It's hard. Michigan, Michigan State Saturday, and where are you going to be? Dewitt, <laughs> Dewitt, comma Michigan. Okay, and I don't like it there. But I'll be there for a soccer game, and I'm hoping uh, my daughter's team crushes DeWitt. They're very good, mm -hmm. so hopefully they're not watching. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping, hoping for a win. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, what are you doing for the game? I'll be watching it. At home? You bet. That's a good place to it's watch. It's a new game. It. Just uh, yeah. watch on the couch and order in some snacks and some food from your favorite local restaurant. You start early. I think college game day starts at like 5 a.m. <laughs> and it's the whole day, I think, right? Yeah, it'll just be a fun yeah. day. And then about 3.30, half of the state will be miserable. <laughs> half and the, state, the yeah. other half will be on Facebook um, telling everyone how yeah. cool they are. Yeah, I'll Whoever tell you what, if Michigan State wins, you get about 12 hours of couch burning to look forward to. Here, I got some of your Halloween favorites. Oh, thank you. Twix, M&M, and Fun Size Snickers. Later today on the uh, afternoon, we've got John Wilson, candidate for mayor, Martha Furstenau from American One with Ken Senna from Lean Rocket Lab, Christy Blair, Sister Faith Marie, Holly Balanceg, and Joe Schlenke, General Manager at GRB. Hope to see you this afternoon. Thanks for watching. Have a great morning.